0: Hey Hey, humans, humans. it's It's your your girl Chocolate Thunder thunder. bringing you another another episode of Summaries Summaries with with Chalk. All right, hey dudes, thank you for joining me on this episode today. Now, this is a very random episode and it took me all day, really all weekend, to decide whether I was going to um, like actually record this episode because it is such a random topic that even I don't really know how to answer or talk about. And you know, if you listen to these episodes... I'll be talking, I'll be ranting about so many things, random things. and um, So to keep it, I guess, on, you know, I guess, on topic or to keep it all going the same. This is another random topic, but I wanted to open up with this quote. The only difference between the saint and the sinner... Is that every saint has a past. And every sinner has a future. Oscar Wilde. Now, I really liked that quote. I mean, I love Oscar Wilde. Uh, I mean, his art, his work, he's a an author, and I really enjoy some of the stuff that he writes. Um, but what he said in this quote really stood out to me because I am, I guess, I'm definitely on a journey, right? Like a couple episodes ago, I released um, the episode called The Summaries of Healing, and I talked a lot about the summaries of healing, what healing means to me, and what it, you know, what it means to so many people. I mean, it takes on a lot of different meanings, and I think this episode would be the same thing. So this episode is called The Summaries of Sin the summaries of sin now I use the word summaries very loosely because you know it's just my take on the summary which probably usually isn't the summary of like the actual summary of whatever the subject may be Um, it's really just my opinions on certain things and um, this is no different and I basically wanted to dive in and rant about my journey with sin, uh, on this faith walk that I'm on. And, you know, the last couple of episodes I've been talking, you know, a lot about faith and to be completely honest with you guys, I've lost a lot of friends. Like a lot of people don't, um, I almost said the F word, don't F with me anymore because, because I'm like Jesus this and Jesus that and people are so turned off by that. And I don't blame them cuz it's a very um he's a very controversial man and he's uh you know, you really have to dive into him and his word to really like understand. And I think um you know, I grew up in the church. I was baptized when I was like 12 in 6th grade. And I was like, I'll never forget the next day. I was like happy, but also nervous. Every little thing I did, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm sitting. You know, everything made me anxious, right? To the point that so much so that like, um, I think depression immediately followed that anxiety. And pretty soon I like gave up. Like by the time I was in high school, I like gave up on my faith walk altogether I mean I was always I think my opinion a, a good kid I think you know my parents were very um nice parents um at least I mean I didn't have I don't know I could really get into that <laughs> but um but I feel like um once I hit high school like and I discovered uh the beauty of art and theater arts. I was like, oh, I can totally express myself with these people. This is, uh, this is my tribe. I'm a theater kid through and through, right? And I've discovered a lot of um, substances and ways to, like, let myself go or maybe ways to let myself find myself. And, uh, you know... I kind of wasn't on, like, a spiritual train until, like, I even went to a Christian college thinking, like, okay, I'm gonna get back on track, like, this is, this is what's gonna do it for me, and the only thing it did was, like, keep me on track when it was time to sing church songs in chapel, I knew all them songs, you know what I'm saying, because I went to a church that was predominantly white after some time, so I knew all the, like, praise and worship songs. So going to a Christian school, I was like, yeah, I know this. I know this. And uh, it was easy to blend in. But I was also dealing with a lot of uh, substance abuse, even in college. And my freshman year, I was like, OK, I'm cool. Like, you know, I'm away from all of that stuff. But my roommate, man, my freshman year of college roommate, man, she was a huge pothead. And I didn't know it. You know, until she started hanging up her posters. She had a poster that said, you know you're a stoner, when? And it was like, your top ten reasons and stuff. And I don't even remember what any of them are. But at the time I was like, "Ah, man, like, dang, I thought I was going to be getting away from this. And I didn't, you know. Um, But it was college when I discovered a lot of things that I didn't, like, think I was going to be ever like into and they hung on to me for a while and it wasn't until um 2019 that I went sober like completely like on a whim just because I was in the show and I really wanted to be completely sober I wanted to give up all the things that were gonna weigh me down and I, I have no idea why I did it you know it was just I mean I guess it was God but God I don't remember talking or praying to God about it It, I mean I could have but I really wanted to be in this play and I was like I'm gonna be sober I'm gonna quit my job I'm gonna cut my hair off I'm gonna give my life over to this art uh I quit my job yeah cut my hair stopped smoking stopped drinking no sexual activity like I was like I'm giving this all up because I want to commit wholeheartedly to this play and I did and it was awesome and it wasn't until like maybe the last month of the show or like the last few weeks I kind of went back to my old ways and I was like oh shoot it wasn't the same you know um and then I was doing a high went to Africa that was fun came home and then my life kind of went downhill from there right and uh, then I got sick, went to the hospital, lost my ability to walk, to open things. I mean, all my mobility was gone. I was just pretty much a talking head. I couldn't text. I couldn't drive. I couldn't get dressed. I couldn't take a bath. couldn't take a shower. I mean, you name it, I couldn't do it, right? And it was kind of depressing, It was very depressing and scary and sad. And I was, like, uh, in the hospital one day. One day I was like, all right, I'm going to, like, have a Bible study because I got to talk to God and figure out what he's trying to do to me. And then over time, you know, through friends and I guess through prayer, but mainly through, like, stronger believers, I learned that, like, they were, like, like God um is allowing this to happen he didn't like make it happen but he allowed it to happen he knew it was gonna happen and he knew and he was waiting for you to come back to him right and I was like all right like I guess that makes sense but just like the episode that I had on healing like to me the definition of healing was you know like um like physical healing. Um, I was looking at it from the perspective of illnesses, like chronic, my chronic illness, chronically ill. And uh, I suppose also my mental illness, which I've suffered from mental illness for a long time. Um, I grew up in a household where there was a lot of fat shaming, so much fat shaming to the point that now I'm an adult and I still have a hard time looking at myself in the mirror even when I see older pictures of myself when I was hitting the gym hard lifting weights and stuff because my mobility was obviously there and I was still lifting weights even when I was numb from my pretty much from my chest to my toes I had no feeling in my legs but I still went to the gym every day still lifted weights every day heavy weights um you know I lost a lot of weight over the pandemic you know and um I still didn't love myself. I still was looking for love any and everywhere. And it's like, why do we live for that, right? And so, you know, I, um, you know, there's so many things about God that I still don't understand. And it's so easy to formulate our own, like, thoughts about him. And even when I say him, sometimes I'm like, I don't like saying him. But, you know, that's my whole other thing. Right. But I'm thinking, you know, uh, it's very hard to, like, not carry um, the weight or the 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 woes of my childhood up to my adulthood. But like a lot of you see a lot of familiar and similar behaviors that you saw as a child. Um, or as a young adult or whatever. And it's like, how do you move on from that? Like, um, I mean, I feel like I just really want to be candid, but I don't know who's going to listen to this. And at the same time, it could be no one or it could be everyone. Who knows? But I just feel like, oh, you know, there was a lot of, I mean, I never really felt love, like, from the people in my family that I wanted to feel love from there were specific people that of course showed me love and but there were specific people that didn't and never have and still don't you know what i mean and i think like even though i'm pretty much a random woman who all, has always marched to the beat of her own drum including now in my mid 30s early 30s i'm still like I have done some random things, random things that I never would have thought my life would be like. And I think, you know, I think about sin and I'm proud of myself in a way because of my spiritual journey. Like I never thought that I would long so badly to talk to God and want to hear from God as much as I do. And I feel quite different when I do something that I haven't done in a long time, you know, know, like whether it be say something or talk to someone or whatever it is that I like steered away from, not that I was like purposely avoiding them or that situation, but just avoiding myself. And it's like, what does sin mean to me? Right. Um, And I saw this quote like on Instagram because it's so funny, like how Instagram like gears its videos and its content based on what you like maybe post about or look up and i guess clearly i've been looking up a lot of like faith things and jesus stuff so all these like um random tiktoks and stuff keep popping up on my um insta reels or insta stories and stuff and one of them that i saw the other day and i reposted it because it was literally I think Friday, this past Friday, um, I was in the darkest, most suicidal place, right? And I think on the healing episode, I was also in this place. And then I, like, I got out of it. You know, I was feeling a little bit better. I find myself happiest when I'm at work. Like, not, not maybe like, happy-go-lucky, but it was like, I'm busy, I'm doing something that I can't really sit with my thoughts, because I don't got time for that, right, I'm walking, there's kids around me who are on the spectrum, who are in space, so it's like, I gotta be present because them kids ain't, and, um, but anyways, I was on Instagram, and this video popped up, and it said something like, the closer you get to Christ the more sinful you're going to feel. And that was by Billy Graham. And it was a little bit more to that quote, but that's the part that stood out to me the most. And I was like, wow, um, that's amazing to me because I feel like with sin, you know, my sin specifically, I mean, I think, I think I was talking to a friend about it and she was saying, you know, um, the more like you're you you become aware of the sin that you do like maybe like for instance like say you um uh like stop like drinking or or stop like having sex or whatever right or you know I'm just saying random ones but and then you go back to doing those things or whatever you fall into it again and it's like you become more aware of it because you have a different relationship with God now. And I'm like, man, like, I just think about how rampant I was, like, before I changed my life. And I remember, like, I think I even mentioned this in another episode, but, like, somebody was, like, texting me, random, some random dude, like, that I never really had, like, any kind of relationship or friendship with, you know? I don't know how he got my number. I don't know what he wanted. It was all very random to me. And he was like asking me about uh, like weed and stuff. And I was like, oh, man, I didn't understand. I think it was about weed, but I couldn't understand what he was talking about. And he was like, oh, man, you're not like one of us anymore, which I'm like, who is us? okay?" and he was like, yeah, you're so different. And I'm like, but isn't that the point, though? And I'm like, I'm not any better than that. I'm way not too good for that. I mean, I still think about weed all the time. And I still think about smoking all the time. But, um, you know, I know that, like, I know for me, I mean, mainly because I'm, I'm chronically ill. It's, like, not the best decision. But I think to a certain extent, certain things about it could be better. But I don't want to just be irresponsible about it. You know what I mean? And him saying that to me was, like, kind of made me sad because it kind of brought me back to reality. Like, oh, hey, uh, a lot of my friends may not be my friends anymore. And, like, does this mean that I won't be cast in shows anymore? Like, certain things. But, like, you know, I'm, I'm sort of ranting and babbling, so I apologize. You can click it off. It's all good. Um, like, you know, as I go through this life, I think I'm dealing with the ongoing battles of sin and like I have a variety of sins that I am dealing with and you know um you know I just I have some thoughts I guess on my my specific perception of sin because I feel like just like it is with Jesus like so so many people are like Jesus you know, I'm not a fan of Jesus because he doesn't like the gays and he doesn't like this and he doesn't like that. And they just put him in such a box, you know what I'm saying? And I hate that because I feel like the more I study Jesus, the more I'm like, man, he created you. And if you were born this way with this, you know, you know, like this what i don't know it's not disability but like this imperfection or or maybe perfection like you're just you're just um eclectic and you were born this way and you're choosing this lifestyle you're choosing these people to love or this person that you love and they are the same gender as you or whatever i'm like why would jesus be like nah you can't get in you can't go to heaven like i'm like i feel like at the end of the day we're all sinners right we're all sinners and uh nobody's perfect but i think the goal is to like strive to be like as much like jesus as we can and like there's a tv show that i haven't watched but they were talking about it in my bible study called the chosen and i really want to check it out because i always think about the woman at the well and how he was like hey uh talking to her about her husbands and stuff and where's your husband now i don't even know the bible verse but I wanted to watch it because I want to see how God was interacting with this woman who probably thought like he was just another man trying to hit on her, you know, because I think we as women, we can do that sometimes. But in reality, they might just be asking for directions or it's not as serious as we put things. And I really think, you know, we have such a misconception of who like Jesus is, you know, what I'm saying who God is because we don't take the time to get to know him or we let other people tell tell us about who he is you know what i'm saying but we don't take the time to get to know him for ourselves it's like me with i mean i have so many gay friends gay dudes and gay women like i have i'm friends with all kinds of people because i'm a theater kid i can't be like yo i can't be your friend like because you gay i feel like that's stupid right to me and i'm like if that sends me like to hell, man, I probably wasn't meant to go in the first place. On top of that, there's so many things that I do on the daily basis. Like sometimes I'll go to bed and I'm and I wake up the next day and I'm like, oh man, I didn't I didn't pray not one lick for I went to sleep. I just went to bed. Or you know what I mean? Or certain situations. Like I'll be eating and then be like, Oh my goodness, I didn't pray for this food. Like the thing about me I guess nowadays is that I really want to make a conscious effort to put God first, but I don't always do that. And I think my struggle with sin is I feel like every little decision that I make is wrong. I have so much shame in my heart. I feel like breathing air. Oh, I'm sinning. Blinking my eyes. Oh, I'm sinning. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I don't know. Uh. I don't know even how to say what I'm trying to say, but I just feel like, how do I? I mean, I guess, how do I let go of like childhood trauma, and how do I let go of, you know, my misconceptions of Christ? And it's easy because people, and not it's not it's not easy at all. I'm just saying people make it seem so easy. They're just like, oh, just, you know, God never breaks His promises and. You know, like, I'm just like, they're like, just do your will. God has a plan for your life. And that really bothers me because I'm just like, how you know? I mean, because the Bible says it. It's like, how can you believe it so wholeheartedly and so confidently that he has a plan for your life? How do you know and how do you believe that that's the truth? Like, I want to believe that so badly But I also don't want to be in denial. Like God has a plan for my life and you're just making mistakes left and right. But like, is that how it goes? You're supposed to make mistakes. And then you see like, oh, I'm making a mistake. You fix it, I guess. But I'm just like so confused about faith right now. And I would say since Friday, because I probably was mentioning it and then I kind of ranted about other stuff. But like, yeah. I went through another like suicidal spiral. Like it gets really bad sometimes, and I look. I tried to look for help. You know, I tried. I tried to look for like, um, uh, like a counselor, psychiatrist, or um, psychologist. You know, anybody to help me. And it's not that easy, and I don't know. And it's so funny because like, um, I mean, I'm a child of a therapist. And you know, but I'm like, well, I don't want to like see them because they're family and it could be a biased opinion, you know. So I was trying to look for help elsewhere. And then I feel like when I was in the hospital the first time, and even the second time, I saw, I saw a psychologist, but they were like, I could tell that I, they were, they were like. <laughs> I put fear in them, you know what I'm saying? Because I was just talking, like, as you can see. I talk a lot, but I'm like, what are we here for? Like, am I here to just hear you tell me what to do? Or are you here to listen to me, right? And then even today, I was trying to go to, like, a crisis center for, like, people dealing with suicide and grief, you know? And, man, it was so... Pointless and stupid, and I wasn't. I'm not saying that to be like, no, no. That you know, I'm not trying to be. I mean, I was very open minded and very like thirsty for help. And I'm like, who they got running these places? Because they weren't helpful at all. And anytime I look for help, people are like, "Well, I'm not telling you what to do, but here's my opinion." It's like, man, but if you're not telling me what to do, then don't. You know. But in certain situations where I tell you that this is a desperate something, something that you should help with, then that's when you help. I just feel like the discretion that people were using, it wasn't discretion. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't for me. It was opinions and I didn't know how to take it. And so basically I'm on like I'm trying to like I want to release some episodes that are way more funny and fun like I I just feel like I haven't seen that girl in a long time I don't know who she is and I don't really ever see her in, until I'm performing and I'm doing I think I'm in like a two zoom plays and I might be possibly in another one coming up which is cool I just haven't heard from them but I mean I'm grateful to God actually because still giving me the opportunity to do shows to make art and I think for me right now I'm just really uh I'm caught up you know what I'm saying because I'm like trying not to kill myself trying not to think of those thoughts because it's like yo one day you will die and you don't know how you don't know when and you over here talking about killing yourself it's gonna happen Whether you wanted to or not, it's going to happen. So I'm like, I want to live my life right. But I feel like certain situations that I'm in, I'm like, they are keeping me stifled from living. Like certain situations that I really want to say, you know, because y'all know I talk a lot and I spill my guts, you know. But I'm also like trying to use my discretion and not say too much. But I feel like it'll happen. I will. Uh, you'll find out you know what I'm saying like whether it be social media or an episode here I'll say everything or most things or some of the things that I'm going through but I was but let me say this uh it's it's what April uh April 18th like I would say probably exactly a month ago or more you would be surprised at how many things have happened that, that are unbelievable and out of this world. Super traumatic events. I have, I definitely have PTSD right now. Manic depressive. Depressing? Manic depressive? I don't know. Shoot. Like, that's, <laughs> that's how I know. Like, what the heck? But I'm not just making that up. Like, I, I mean, if I were to really break it down for you, you know what I'm saying? And I tried to tell some friends, and I say friends, quote-unquote, because they're not really my friends anymore. And I think that we were only friends because we had things in common, like substances or activities. These people are not really my people, you know what I'm saying? Anymore, not anymore, but I had some good times with these people, but we were i was in a different place and perhaps they are too i think the beauty of life is seeing your friends grow and change into different people it's kind of awesome and kind of sad you know because the seven in me i mean they go my enneagram but it's like fomo fear of missing out you don't want to be um the person that's missing out on all these activities and like when the pandemic first hit believe it or not it was like over a year ago you know when things started getting real for us but I was like oh man I'm missing out but at the same time I was like "Ooh, I'm cool with just sitting at the house because quarantine was no different than my normal life and like I'm still quarantining like if I'm not at work I'm pretty much at the house you know what I mean because I just prefer it this way I'm just super chill um And because I don't take partake in the things that I used to partake in, like who's trying to hang out with me? Nobody. And I'm not trying to hang out with them. And I still love them. And I don't know if they still love me. But like, I feel like people don't know how to talk to me or approach me because they might think that like, I'm going to talk about Jesus every two seconds. And I think about Jesus every two seconds. But it's not like I'm trying to talk about it mean there's so many things happening in the world. Like I still watch Pose. That's still my show. You know what I'm saying? I still watch Housewives of Atlanta. I actually just finished the finale tonight. So like, I still be, you know what I'm saying? Um, But I also now partake in other, you know, TV shows or I, I listen to so many sermons because I'm like, I'm desperate to know God and to know what sin is because sin to so many people takes on so many different meanings. like so many people are like um, is looking at porn a sin or is doing this a sin is cussing a sin. It, you know what I'm saying and it's like I' I for one can't tell you the answers to that because I have no idea. yeah, I don't know. Some stuff is like obvious like it's wrong. like there are things that are wrong, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're sinning. It's just certain things that we do. It's like, it doesn't match God's will, you know what I mean? And like, and then there's a question of like, well, what is God's will? (laughs) Like, that's where I'm at with my faith. It's like, I'm confused. And I don't want to just be like, I give up. But I literally, I spent like, probably this weekend, I still prayed and stuff. But I could feel myself giving up. And it was like, it's weird to me because I'm like, you've been you've been doing so good and i have an app on my phone called pray.com and you, if you miss one day like say you were praying heavily you know morning they have they have like prayer notifications like hey it's six o'clock time to say your evening prayer and you can say it in time in the evening as long as it's before midnight the next day and uh they have they have one for morning and one for night so say you miss the morning one you can catch the night one or vice versa right man, I missed one. I think I missed Friday, which was the day that I was super suicidal. And it wipes it clean. You have to start all over. Right. And it's like, oh, and it makes you feel bad because you're like, it just shows you every time like, oh, I messed up, you know, and then it could either make you feel bad or motivate you to like stay on track, you know, and it's just like, I mean, I think for me, I hold a lot of guilt and shame. And I know that that's what, like, the more you hold on to those things, I think, for me at least, is the more that I begin to act out. Like, that's the more, that's when I, I'm like, well, I already messed up. Let me just continue to sin because it's it's a comfortability thing at that point. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, I already have done this wrong and I've done this wrong I might as well continue and I mean I have a hard time uh, finding my way back you know and it's like kind of unbelievable and I think because I don't love me I literally pretty much hate myself which is stupid because you know for a long time even after MS even with MS the diagnosis I was like man I love me I'm so resilient like I love this part, I love this about me I'm such an advocate for disabilities and people of color and so many things and I think that's true but I think at the end of the day maybe because I have MS, because I'm black because I'm a woman because I'm kind of young still and because I I'm not skinny there's a lot of things that I think the media has said or done that makes me think like, yeah, I, I don't like myself. You know what I mean? And I think about friends or family, and I'm like, if they don't like what they look like, why would I like what I look like? I'm, I, I'm a product. Of, I'm a product of this environment, you know. And I'm not saying anything to like talk down or anything about anyone but you know I struggle with it and I honestly just feel like like if everybody is saying what God who God is and what he is I'm like is it wrong to to say like where where is God you know um I mean I pray for clarification especially because there are some heavy things going on in my life And I really want clarification. I really want to understand like what it means. Why is this happening? Is this really all my doing? Did I really mess up all of this? And if so, I apologize. How do I get out of it? Did I get myself into it? Am I even in something? You know, you know what I'm saying? It's it's funny because you probably. I mean, I put all these woes and worries on myself that could easily not be here. Right. The automatic negative thoughts that I have. Um, and I think about the book that I'm reading I'm reading so many books right now I mean I'm a 7 so it's like my audible I'm on audible you know and it's like scroll 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 but I also have hardcore tangible books that I'm reading that I'm like they're just piled on my bed I sleep with them at night and sometimes I don't even open them but I keep a pen and a highlighter by by the books by my on my bed and I'm surrounded by them and I mean, I'm, I constantly long, it's like food, like I need it, you know what I mean? I need it to, I need the knowledge, but I just, the thing about me is like, if I listen to you, I want to retain what I'm learning, like just as much as I'm upset, I was obsessing over the walls protocol, uh, diet or, um, Sean Stevenson's eat smarter, Daniel Amon's the brain warriors way like certain things i'm obsessed over but i feel like i've fallen off of those things because i'm like i ain't seeing nothing coming from that but it's like i have to stop and say hey man like you were in a wheelchair like what like uh two months ago three months ago you just learned how to officially walk without like falling to the side uh like the beginning of last month right I was still walking down the sidewalk like a hot mess like I was still using a cane at work um I'm trying to think like you know you were eating nutritionally not the best and you were not able to lift weights you were not able to go walking and I just officially like not officially but like I started running not a lot like sprinting I started jogging a little bit which is something I never thought I would get to do again like the second time around I was like oh man running is not in my future and not only that that's something that I can kind of do and I say kind of and it's only April so I'm hoping by summer or maybe by this time next year I'll be like able to run again and I will what happened this week this last week, I think on Thursday and Friday, I was able to walk up and down the stairs of my job without holding on to a handrail, which is a big deal. Now, it was very close to me. I didn't like I wasn't free, but I was like, I'm going to try it and see what happens. And I did it. And I think repetition is key because I walk up and down those stairs a lot every day, like multiple times a day. It was getting in my body. So I was like, yeah, yeah. So the thing about it is, it's like, hey, man, you were just remaining consistent and you started seeing progress same with working out you know and I'm like faith is a muscle I have to remember that you know there's sin all kind of places and everywhere and certain people are like they'll say like oh you know uh, that's you know it's not a big deal but I know that the ways of the world is heavy and powerful you know um and it's, like, it's very easy to blend in with the world. But, like, low-key, with or without, you know, sin, like, Michelle has always wanted to be her own person. And I feel like because I I get in those moments, people are like, oh, Michelle, you're the weird one. Oh, Michelle, you're so random. Like, only you would go to Africa. You know what I'm saying? Only you would do all this stuff by yourself. Uh, you know what I mean? Like i've always been random but i've always loved that about me but i you know i'm noticing i guess i'm more in tune with how different i am i've always known this uh, especially in certain environments that i work in like when i was working at that private school it was super conservative and i stood out like a sore thumb not only because i was black but because my thoughts were different you know what i'm saying And I was just, like, an open center. Like, I was like, I don't care. But I also felt like I was a bad role model to the students because it's a Christian environment, and I was, like, far from Christian. You know what I'm saying? But I was Christian, you know? But at the same time, I was one of the better teachers as far as behavior because some of them teachers was making mistakes left and right. But, hey, 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 that's neither here nor there, I suppose. But I just think... You know, I rambled a lot tonight and I don't really know if any of what I said made sense. But I just know that that's why this is summaries, because I have no idea. It's like Pink Monkey when you had to read a book for class and you didn't. But you went to remember Pink Monkey books It's like one of them where it's like, let me read like a little bit of the cliff notes, the cliff notes. It's definitely the cliff notes of sin, because I don't understand sin. I'm still trying to figure it out, but but you got a paper to turn in. <laughs> it's one of them episodes. Uh, And I know I have several like that, and I apologize. But sometimes you be listening to sermons, and they just be just like that. Like, what the heck is this sermon about, really? Like, what did I get from this? All I know is... You know it's very easy for me satan is very uh persistent annoyingly persistent i think i said this before on other episodes like it only takes a second for you to fall off the wagon right and i feel like for me i've fallen off the wagon like uh i think it was about two weeks ago that was like the heaviest the heaviest fall that i i had besides ms the ms falls literal falls um But it's like, once you're down, it's like hard to, you know, you can get back up, try again. That's what Aaliyah said. Dust yourself off and try again. And like, I try to do that. You know what I'm saying? But you keep seeing like, oh, I missed a spot right there. Oh, I missed a spot right there. And it's hard, man. And then something that's not a big deal, but it's a big deal to you because it can really affect your future. So much of your future is at stake. And you're like, well, I'm done. So I feel like the easiest routes for me were just to take my own life away. And the only reason why I haven't is, first of all, I'm scared. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, what's the easy way that I could do it that like won't hurt that bad, but like, would be cool? And then you think of ways, and then you just don't do it. But there were times when I was trying to, and I got, I got close. But didn't succeed. And Part of me is like, you know, I think about my family and certain deaths that we've just encountered. And it's like, do you really want to be another one? Like, but I honestly, I have this feeling that I might end the episode with this, which is kind of kind of dark and I'm sorry, but I feel like if I were to die, maybe because it was kind of like what happened when I had MS, all these people that were in my life, but have disappeared from my life pretty much were like texting me and calling me and talking about like oh i miss you i'm thinking about you i hope you're okay Da-da-da-da. like guilt trips that's what it felt like because once you say like they're like how can i help you know and they they can't do nothing to help you oh take my ms away that's how you can help you know what i'm saying and it was just stuff like that right that really the minute that they feel like they did their part, they just check the box of the to-do list and they move on. You don't hear from them again, right? And I feel like if I were to die, like for real, for real, how many people would be like, man, she needed our help, but nobody did anything. Man, she needed a friend. Man, she needed someone to tell her she that they loved, I loved her or she was pretty, or she was nice, she was funny, or whatever it may be. And I'm not saying people don't do that. They don't necessarily do that anymore. I, I notice, man, how other people, and and it wouldn't matter, it's not necessarily people of the world, it's like, oh, I, oh, I just want to be so specific, but I'm like, I don't know who's going to listen. But it's like, people in my family, people, you know, and my friends too, Like they take the the top pedestal if you will it's like like the totem poles remember totem poles it's like they take the reins and it's not like i don't know if they're intentionally trying to do that but other people put them so high up that it's like how can i ever feel good about myself it's just like childhood you never get out of it no matter how much you try to think but i'm like this is why i'm so eclectically different because i'm like i'm gonna march to the beat of my own drum because I don't want to keep up with you. I don't want to be on your level because we're just different. We're different, you know? And I remember a sermon I listened to. It was called, I am the 12. And it was talking about Peter, how Peter, out of all, this, all the disciples in the boat, out of all the 11, Peter was like, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you. And, and the Lord said, Come. So he got up out of the water and he walked. And I loved it because he he was like, you know, Peter was built different. He was like not trying to stay in the boat with all his fears and all his woes. He was willing to get out of that boat and walk by faith on the water. And besides Jesus, he was the only person in history and in the Bible who actually walked on water. And he only faltered because he was distracted by the winds and the waves. And the Bible says he saw the wind, but you can't really see wind. You can see what wind does to certain objects. Um, so he, when he saw, you know, what his anxiety was doing to the things around him, he started to falter. So I feel like Peter. I was on the water walking, baby. I was out there walking. And then I started faltering, right? Because... I started seeing like, like perhaps like a lack of finances or, you know, a kid at school getting out of hand and you being afraid that you're going to be the one that takes the blame or this person is getting like so much positive attention, but you're working just as hard or you're trying just as hard and nobody's saying anything to you, whatever. So you start to falter, you know, or there i mean man i could go on about the drama in my life but i'm like is it drama or is it you making it drama and it could be a little bit of both i'm not gonna say that it isn't drama like if i were to be super specific you'd be like oh yeah 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 that's drama but all i'm saying is it's hard out here it's hard to be a human it's hard to be a christian and i'm all i'm just honestly like god like You saw me in the womb before I was born. You you knew that this life was going to be like this. Um, I saw, I listened to a sermon today that was like, um, it was called Get to the Good Part. And it's like, you have to go through all this roughness. And that's a good thing because you're going to get to the good part. And I'm just like, yo, I want to get to the good part. And I'm going to end it with that. And thank you for listening to this random, random edition of Summaries with Cha. Ja.